Hi. So, what's the rest of the story? The Bible, part two. Last week, I was in Boston for Danny's parents' weekend and was blessed to worship at the Old North Church in the north end of Boston. Hoping you're getting a chance to take a look at this briefing as well as listening because it's got some great pictures. The Old North Church is where Paul Revere had the lanterns hung on April 18, 1775, a signal which would ignite the start of the American Revolution. Several days later, I got to kneel and pray in St. Patrick's Cathedral in Manhattan, taking time to read the scriptures printed in the Missal. Both churches founded on the gospel of the living word and living words of God. We looked at the breadth of the Old Testament last. Now, let's take a closer look at the New Testament, shall we? I asked you the other day if you love the Bible, confessing that I could not honestly say that for many years, but rather often read out of Christian duty. And I propose that having basic working understanding of its contents sure helps when opening its covers or reading an electronic device. The Bible was written by about 40 different authors on three different continents, comprised of 66 different books, yet maintained consistency. That could only be possible because it was inspired by God. It addresses the biggest and most controversial questions of life. How did I get here? Why am I here? What happens when I die? Is there an afterlife? While the pages of scripture span about 1,500 years, it is the Old Testament that commands most of those, about 1,000 years in 39 books, followed by 400 years of silence. The New Testament, on the other hand, covers only about 80 to 90 years. The writings of the New Testament were finished before 100 AD. Knowledge of that is critical in supporting the veracity of Scripture. You see, knowing that the first three Gospels, that is Matthew, Mark, and Luke, in particular, were written at a time when many were alive, and who could remember the things Jesus said and did, and many would still be alive when the fourth one, John, was written as well. The scriptures, the stories they depicted, would have been refuted and the writers discredited if they recounted or represented falsehoods. Contained in her 27 books, once again not ordered chronologically, are the following categories. There's the Gospels in the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They record the birth, life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, his training of the disciples and life with them. There's history, the establishment of the early church and its spread through Mediterranean lands. There's Paul's letters. You see, after Paul's conversion on the Damascus Road, recorded in Acts chapter 9, he wrote letters, or also called epistles, to the established churches. We are certain he wrote 13 of them, while the authorship of the book of Hebrews is in question. Then there's general letters of Peter, of John, 
James, and Jude. Finally, there's the Apocalypse, the book of Revelation written by the Apostle John when he was on the Isle of Patmos. The New Testament was written by the Apostles of Jesus Christ, or Companions of the Apostles. This means that the authors were either eyewitnesses of the events they described, or they recorded eyewitness firsthand accounts. Scripture writes, actually, um, in Second Peter chapter 1, We did not follow cunningly devised fables when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. Again, that was Peter. Scripture is defensible. While the Bible is inspirational and useful for instruction and application to our lives, it can be defended. Once again, the Gospels were written when people who were still alive could have refuted them, their claims about Jesus' life, death, miracles, and resurrection. They did not. That's because they were true. I think of the psalmist, the man after God's own heart, who said, Your word, O Lord, is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. Yes, the Bible you hold in your hands is a gift from God. It will instruct and inform you all the days of your life. Well, I had thought to end there and move into the letter of 1 John. I just can't. I have to look a little more closely at the proofs for the Bible to remind you, to equip you, what a masterful, divine thing that is our Bible. Um, Yeah, we have to take a look, even at recent discoveries, which are shoring up verses and statements made in the Bible. So stay tuned.